DJ PK, Scott Gerard sitting in for PK today, and we are joined now by Craig Bullerjack, TV voice of the jazz, on the Sprint special guest line. Lease any handset and get an iPad for $99.99. Visit a local Sprint store near you. Bowler, good morning. Hey, DJ, Scotty, how are you? Better good. now. <laughs> a chance to chat Thanks. with Bowler. Bowler, <laughs> Bowler usually joins us, uh, you know, right around Thursday or so. But uh, Thursday's the 4th of July, so we have to bring him in a little. Uh, we'll be celebrating, right? Yeah, it's a. Uh, so, Bowler, the. Attendance. The. Uh, hey, Scotty. Yeah. Go to hell. Oh, it's, <laughs> it's a little unnecessary this early in the morning, Bowler. No, actually, that's how I felt most of the morning. I just haven't blurted it out. It's all, it's all on air. Give you a jolt, Scotty. Uh, on Give air, you a you're jolt. Right. On air, my bad. On air. In the breaks. Look out. So, Bowler, free agency. Holy cow, Sunday. Twitter was on fire. It nearly melted down in over the course of about 90 minutes, two hours there uh, from 4 to 6 o'clock. So, all the dust settles. How much has the balance of power changed? What would you think? Reaction. Well, my first reaction was in that wow moment. Of, like you said, it was, it was just nonstop throughout the league i think the cards have been you know shuffled and now it's uh probably adam silver has to have some a smile on his face because i think it just reshuffles so many teams so many franchises and the way things are going to work out this season I, i guess you know for us in the media and for the fan base i mean it it will be a uh a fall winter of uh, unknowns and there's really no clear path to a title uh there are so many angles so many stories that go with this i'm i can hardly wait i mean summer league's one thing but when the season starts up again in october i mean just hold on to your seat and go because you know it's been tipped upside down and uh, a lot of different teams decided to make some changes held on to some players let them go spent a lot of money uh, and uh, it does reshuffle, I think, the whole way of the NBA and the way we've been thinking about dominance in this league over the last five years. Little known fact, Bowler is not a, uh, not a huge fan of the old super teams. Uh, people may not know that or not. I'm, <laughs> I'm joking because you, you've, you've made your opinions known many, many times on that. If Kawhi decides after leading a team on his shoulders to a title to join LeBron James and Anthony Davis in L.A., how disappointed would you be? Well, it's it, that's just the easy route uh, to me. I mean, Kawhi, I will tell you this. Kawhi, you know, again, this is an interesting story that we're going to follow, and it's kind of similar, you know, in Durant. But Durant didn't really hold uh, Oklahoma City in a hostage way. And I, I mean that. I don't want to use that word lightly. I shouldn't say hostage. But it was, it was a situation where I, I was stunned in the first place that Pops would ever lose a player because of uh, Popovich, Popovich has been able to hold egos in check throughout his career of 23 years. And then Kawhi and the injury, we'll really never know, maybe, uh, really what went down in San Antonio. Uh, and DeMar DeRozan has said it multiple times. He felt like you know he was the, uh, uh, the guy that was uh, the sacrificial lamb for the Toronto Raptors, who are now world champions. Now, look, Kawhi's a terrific player, and he went in and did what he had to do. He did his job. And I don't think any MVP has ever left the team. I believe that's a fact. And this would be unprecedented in the sense of, of Leonard just upping, leaving a city that he was basically, I guess, rented, right, guys? That yeah. would be the word. They rented him for a year 
He did his job. But I'm, I'm still not a fan of just upping and going and joining guys that are just going to, you know, make, as they say, make another run for a title. You know, there's a kind of, it's, inter, it's an interesting trend with LeBron, too. Everywhere he goes, they have to, you know, put players around him to form these super teams. And here we go again. And most likely, this is going to be the way it is. I mean, they talked about the, the Clippers, and now it looks like they, the Lakers have obviously opened up enough cap space. If uh, Kawhi wants to, you know, slide in, fly in, the door's open. And uh, all eyes on Kawhi right now. What, if anything, do you know about Bogdanovich that the rest of us don't know? You know, I, I've, I've watched him obviously just once a year, you know, play home and away, but he's always been a, a player with, uh, uh, you know, great shooting ability. I, I've heard that he's uh, from guys that I've known back in Indiana, that he's terrific in the locker room. Uh, you know, defensively, I don't think that's been in his mindset as much. He can play the D at 6'8", but I think he'll, he'll find uh, in this system, which I think is the key word here, the system will fit him. And uh, that's really, you know, being from the East, we only get a chance to dip our toe in the, in, in, you know, in the Eastern Conference with teams home and away. Uh, but all indications point that, again, it goes back to the classic line of saying it's jazz DNA, and I think he is a, it's a terrific fit. If all this, all these uh, uh, things come into fruition on July 6th, I have to say that. So, you know, again, there's so many deals being swung out there. But the reports indicate this guy is uh, top-notch, and I think the Jazz uh, will be in great shape. The great Craig Bullerjack joining us here on the Zone Sports Network. Buller, uh, when you look at the ability that Quinn Snyder on this team has been to manufacture open looks for teams, and after right. Dennis Lindsay said at Locker Room Cleanout, we need snipers, we need shooters, if in fact these reported uh, deals go through, uh, how scary could this team be offensively next year? Well, scary is a good word. I mean, you know, again, uh, Bogdanovich is a career 39%, you know, three-point shooter. And, you know, those guys don't come around that often. You know, you hit 40 and you got yourself a gym. Uh, that's, a, that's a difficult thing to do in this league. With defenses, you got to have a quick release. you got to find open space. Uh, I think the Jazz, uh, as reported, with all these trades, uh, with the trade and with the free agency, uh, if it all comes down as they plan, and I think there's other moves uh, that will still be made, uh, there's a lot of uh, perimeter players out there looking for homes, and you know they're all kind of waiting on Kawhi as well to see what the next steps will be. But I don't think the Jazz are done. I still think looking for uh, another guy that can help them off the bench, obviously. But uh, as you've read the same reports that I have, and I think when you look on paper, uh, what the Jazz are trying to put together. Uh, there is a lot of interest in this team, what they've done and where they're going, and many so-called experts believe the Jazz have put themselves in a terrific position to make a run. Now, how far that run is in the West to the top, maybe. We'll see. Obviously, injury plays an important role in all franchises, but I think the Jazz have given themselves uh, a great opportunity uh, if these deals all come together to put themselves in the race in the West. There's going to be one night in the arena that I can guarantee right now you will not be able to hear yourself think, and that is the night the Boston Celtics visit with the dynamic duo of Gordon Hayward and Ennis Cantor. <laughs> the blues <laughs> will flow freely, and that was with an S, not a Z-E. Holy yep. cow. 
how did public enemy number one and number two end up together? And what kind of favor is Danny Ainge doing jazz fan that now <laughs> their hard-earned dollar just has to be spent on that one night to go in there and, you know, rage against the machine? I guess Danny decided just to say, why don't we just go ahead and sell it out, Utah? It's on me. Uh, and, you know, I'll be uh, standing room only. Uh, yeah, Ennis uh, loves the mountains, though, so welcome back. Oh, that's true. Um, yeah. I, I, think that game, I think that game starts with jazz owner Gail Miller stopping, stepping to center court and saying, <laughs> hey, in the words of Andre Kirilenko and Masha, you got a free one tonight. Go at it, jazz one. fans. <laughs> and then she goes back to her seats. Oh my! She just lets everybody uh, it will, cut loose. Be, it, yeah, it will be. Uh, it will be a scene. Uh, the the one visit per year, no doubt. I, I you know what? I always love. Uh, it's like Christmas when the schedule comes out, and you can start to plan your whole uh, fall and winter around the jazz schedule and what games when and and uh, and where, uh, what day they fall on Christmas, New Year's, New Year's Eve. Uh, so it's it, yeah. It kind of goes back, DJ, what we were saying. Everyone has just kind of flipped around the league. And, you know, Ennis was was beloved, or at least he felt like he just found a new home in Portland, and now he's off to Boston. So he's uh, jumping from one coast to another again. Uh, He's well-traveled in this league, and he has brought, you know, a few positives to some franchises. But uh, with Jazz fans, uh, no. I can't believe you just went there. That was impressive work by you. Thank you. Going the uh, the Masha free pass, yeah, yeah, I I like that. Tie the generations together, yeah. That's that's solid. There's probably a lot of listeners, a lot of young listeners that haven't heard that story. They're like, "Hey, Dad, what is what? What's he talking about?" Well, when when you see Bowler at the mall, stop him and ask him. He'll give you a few minutes. (laughs) (laughs) That's probably a story of generations that needs to probably be explained uh, to the younger uh, to the younger audience. And if you don't know, go ask somebody else because we're not going to tell you on the air. Can't go there. Uh, Probably won't do that. Uh, Craig Bowler, Jack, right here on the Zone Sports Network. But Bowler, obviously, enthusiasm. Now, DJ tried to wet blanket this thing earlier in the show, but <laughs> from your standpoint, if, again, these things happen, they go through, what are your expectations for this Jazz team next year? Well, obviously, a Western Conference contender, I think, is a, is my first thought. Um, you know, I know you and I have to continue to say, you know, if, if these reports, you know, are true and come to fruition, I mean, they've all been reported and Conley and, and Donovan and everyone has, has talked openly, but uh, just because of the, the way the NBA is structured, you have to be careful. But uh, if it all comes down as we see it, you've got yourself a shooter. Uh, you, you got uh, a terrific backup in Ed Davis uh, off the bench as a big, as a five and a four. Uh, we miss favors. Uh, he was gave everything he had to the Jazz for all the all, excuse me all the years he was he was here, and then of course Mike Conley reportedly is on his way, and if that's the case, then Donovan Mitchell uh, has another terrific mentor uh, to help him continue to take the next step and develop himself into an All Star, and also because of Conley's stature in this league, he fits into the locker room. He has the Jazz DNA. He has the uh, the charisma, the class, and plus the IQ to lead this team, I think, very far. Uh, again, health will be number one for all these guys, but it's exciting to see a backcourt built like this that can compete with other Western Conference teams, as we know. Even though Clay Thompson's injured, he's re-signed with a hefty salary in, in Golden State. You know what uh, C.J. McCollum and Damian Lillard are all about, and you know how the Rockets and you know how the, the, the Thunder play. 
So this puts the Jazz in a fine position. Absolutely a bold move, uh, and it will be uh, uh, a team to watch. I think you can be guaranteed it's a team to watch in the West. Craig Bullerjack joining us here on 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. How many other teams in the West do you want to say that about? So when you're a contender in the West, you're one of two, you're one of four, you're one of 14. I think you're one Phoenix. of two or three, honestly. I think you're a top three. Uh, you know, in the East, it's the same way with the Bucks, uh, And now you've got to throw the Nets in there, even though KD's not going to play upwards of a year and a half. Uh, but, uh, you know, Boston wants to be a player. They want to be, but they have to prove, and they've had a big turn. Uh, over, you know, a turnover of players. And there had to be an issue there, obviously. And then Denny Ainge is going to try to write that. Uh, but it obviously didn't work uh, with Kyrie. Uh, but, yeah, I think when you say a major player, uh, you know, then you have to look at top three in each conference. And you have to put yourself in a position to first be a home court advantage in the playoffs and also just being in the run for the top spot uh, throughout the season. Uh, very little dips. It's more consistency. I think uh, the Jazz uh, have, have put themselves in that position, and we'll just have to wait and see. But uh, it's probably some of the most bold moves the Jazz have reportedly made since I can remember. Uh, I mean, the Hornacek uh, acquisition obviously lifted this franchise to, to two title runs in 97 and 98. So those are big words. Things have to fall into place, too, as well, guys. I mean, everything has to be consistent and health, and, and you have to have you know, a little bit of luck along the way. But you know, I think the Jazz have put themselves in a fine position to be in that, in that talk uh, for uh, contention in the West. Just from a, a personal standpoint, if, again, and again, we got to be careful, you know, Bowler is in a kind of a precarious spot here just to you know, let you behind the curtain here on, as, as in his role on what he can and cannot say. But if, if the reports are true and Derek Favors is el- going elsewhere, talk about his development as a player, as a young man. I mean, I remember that press conference after that trade went through. He sounded like, I mean, he looked like just a deer in the headlights, not yeah. comfortable in front of the media. He's really grown and matured as a human being here in Utah. Just from your perspective, being around these guys and traveling, what's it been like seeing his maturity? And uh, i got to imagine that's kind of bittersweet seeing, uh, seeing a guy is. move on. Yeah, it is. Scotty, uh, I will say this. You know, over the years, I've covered this franchise since 85. That was my first year in town. And you get to know the Malones and the Stocktons and the Sloans and the Hornaseks and other guys on the fringe. You know, Big Dog, Antoine Carr, Personality Plus. And I will say this. Derek Favors has made a huge impression on me uh, throughout my tenure with the Jazz as a guy that has always come to work. I know he was probably, and I know he was, you know, in a in a hard situation with the emergence of Gobert uh, and playing the five, backup five, starting as the four, and there was always that conversation of, look, it, it won't work. But he made it work, and the Jazz made it work with the system that Quinn put in. Uh, if people don't know Faves and they haven't really gotten a, a taste of him, you know, he, he's just a down-to-earth good person, and I think that's the most important thing to say. Uh, there's a lot of talk in this league about you know guys that aren't nice, uh, guys that only think for themselves, and fans get involved with the contracts that are given out in this league, and it either it wows them or sours them. Uh, Faves is a guy that always worked. Uh, I thought he accepted his role as well as anybody could who wanted to be a starter in this league. And going back, Scotty, to your comment about when he came in as a 19-year-old in that trade with D. Will. Uh, 
you know, he was a frightened guy. I don't think he would disagree with that because I think his world was rocked after the uh, uh, the Nets uh, gave up on him and then made the trade at just, what, halfway through the season, his rookie season. And it took him time uh, to feel comfortable in front of the media. But I, I've seen the guy grow uh, both personally and professionally. Uh, and I, I, I wish him nothing but the best. He's a, a terrific young man and uh, a great locker room guy. And uh, I know a lot of jazz players of this deal you know, is comes to fruition. Again, I have to say that he'll be missed. And he was one of the favorite guys uh, around the locker room indeed. But uh, for me personally, love the guy. And I wish him nothing but the best. Bowler, thanks for joining us. And we'll catch you tonight on the Summer League broadcast, 7 o'clock on KJS 14 and NBA TV. Craig Bowler, Jack, TV voice of the Utah Jazz. Thanks, Bowler. Hey, thanks, guys.